Hello and welcome to all you listeners near and far. This is the In Passing Podcast brought to you by Andrews University Center for Faith Engagement. We are so excited to be launching a podcast on personal storytelling. This podcast centers around sparking a sense of intimacy with God by uncovering the beauty of humanity through our stories of students at Andrews University. The plan is to feature a diverse amount of world changers and highlight the stories that we have collectively as a community. Join us every week to find out what people or maybe opportunities you may be passing by. Welcome to everyone to episode two of the In Passing Podcast season one. Today we're going to be talking about seasons of discovering your identity and we're super Mm. excited to officially just jump into these topics. Um, And so today I am with you as your host Kendra, uh, co-host Javi, so excited you're here, and our special guest, a friend of mine and uh, just a wonderful person all around, Chris Mindanao. Boop, boop. Hey. <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> so where are you from and what are you studying here at Andrews? Yeah, I am from Hillsborough, New Jersey, um, born and raised in Hillsborough, New Jersey. And I'm studying the Master's in Divinity okay. at Andrews. Yes. Cool. Um, what brought you to Andrews? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a long story. But um, basically, um, God saved me from a lot, mm. from a huge mess. Wow. And um just trying to find fulfillment in a lot of things. And once I found everything I longed for in Christ, I just felt like, man, there's there's nothing worth more than my life, mm-hmm. you oh. know, than to just give my whole life to him. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's the I brought synopsis. you out here. Super yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm excited to dump in more into your story, just, just dive in. Mm-hmm. Um, where would we find you on an average weekday here on campus, Chris? Yeah, so Ken, before before we started, Kendra answered for me, so I don't like people, is what she said. Which is so, so opposite I of you, kinda, I know. <laughs> so I just stay in my room, so you'll never see me ever. Shoot. So it's so opposite that. of I'm the just truth. Uh, you'll probably see me at the gym. That is my um, that is my retreat. That is okay. my recharge. That is my, my outlet, you okay. know, in the midst of all the busyness of life. Mm. Yeah. Super cool. So like working out, do you ever study there or is it usually more just a get gains just get gains okay <laughs> look good for Let's the summer real. Let's be real. <laughs> super cool awesome yeah. i told chris the other day i was like chris i've never seen you at the gym i was like wait I- i'm barely starting to go to the gym back again <laughs> so, uh, good for you yeah. so along those lines like in a day where you know if you wake up here in andrews university you're just gonna wake up to the cold <laughs> some days are a little bit more dreary than others mm. it's a monday mm. you know how we feel about mondays yeah, yeah. so what instantly boosts your mood Man, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is deep conversation. Mm. Deep conversation is just life-giving to me. Um, mm. Small talk is kind of draining, yeah. to be honest. So when, <laughs> we, when we talk about things that really matter and just like um, making an impact on the world in some way, it's, it just, you know, gets me really excited. So right, right, right. yeah, good conversation. Yeah. I mean, that definitely, we could definitely notice that because in the beginning you were just going deep with us and I'm just like, mm. whoa, mm. we're ready for this. Started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so along that lines, how do you like to start your day off? How do I like to start my day? Man, <clears throat> I have a routine. 
I have a routine. So my room really is like a mini sanctuary. Ooh. Um, yeah, I I have to just spend, just sit in God's presence, just dwell in God's presence um, for as much as I can. You know, sometimes we wake up late, unfortunately, and mm. we have to get things moving. Um, but really, like, it's not even about the amount of time I spend, but the depth that I have in in the relate like in my conversation, like from how deep I'm drawing from within myself to to talk with God. So that's um that is so key. After that, probably eat breakfast. Um, <laughs> hey. throw some clothes on and. <laughs> <laughs> so and, yeah. So you said you're in the MDiv, right? You mentioned yes. that you're here. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is what year is this for you? Second year. Oh, okay. Second so second year. year. Yeah. Um, has it always been that way where you have just woken up in the morning and you found yourself like connecting with God? Obviously, mm. some days are better than others. Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly. Um, no, I think it, it was a it was a gradual thing. And it's not like it wasn't this thing where it's like I have to do this. Right. But it was just over time as I saw God's goodness and his faithfulness to me and the fact that he walks with me like every day, all day long. Um mm. It's just natural. It's like, yeah, I want to start this day off with you. Like, what what do you have to say to me? Like, you know, go before me, orchestrate my day. You mm. know? So wow. it's kind of like giving the day to him. Orchestrate. Yeah. Hey, Chris, I think it's it's awesome that you're already just jumping in and answering some already really deep questions. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons why um, when thinking about this specific episode and thinking about discovering your identity that your name came to mind is because you're mm. just a person who lives with intention. You've come mm. with a lot of different backgrounds and there's a lot to your story. Um, there's been a lot of moving factors involved and there's been a lot of devotion and dedication to live a meaningful life that you've had in it from what we've talked about as, as we've just been friends. Um, and as we're talking about this specifically, you know, discovering your identity, what does that even mean to you? Um, you know, in yeah. a highly individualistic culture, everyone's mm. trying to figure out like, how do I make the most of life? How do I, you know, suck out meaning so that there's purpose for me to live? Mm-hmm. What does identity mean to you? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I, um, so growing up, I, uh, I always had this tendency to look for <clears throat> my identity outside of myself and finding it in people's, uh, reactions towards me or views towards me. And honestly, I have grown to find that just very um, incarcerating. Oh, man, yeah. You know, like you you are uh, held hostage uh, by the circumstances, by what people think and, you know, how they view you, uh, which changes from day to day. Are you kind of just saying like in some way seeking validation? Yes. Like identity was found in validation. Yes, yes. People pleasing, um, all of that. And honestly, if you look at just how the world works, um, that's what we give value to. You know, we give more value to people who are performing, you know, excelling in music or in sports or in even ministry, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? We, we uh, applaud them. We, we hype them up. We, you know, and then that um, gives people this sense of value. And many times value and identity are these very two uh tied you know yeah. just concepts yeah um so could you could you ask the question one more time yeah like yeah. what does this what does identity mean to you what does identity mean to me so identity is now now what it means to me um is recognizing that your value does not change based on what you do or how you act or how you perform 
um, but really by what God has already done for us. Mm. Yeah, by what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And it's like, when you think of God giving his own life, saying, I would rather die myself than have you die. Mm. You know what I'm saying? To think that you, in his eyes, have more value than his own life. Like, how much value do we have? You know, if you just meditate on that fact. So, um, for me, I have come to the point where now my, my value is seen in that place and my identity is found in that place. And don't get me wrong, I struggle a lot still, you know, but that is um, what God has been helping me to see. Yeah, that my identity is found in him. Yeah, yeah. You you, you mentioned a lot in, in that. I'm kind of like thinking in the back of my head, you know, you came from, you, you're coming, you're switching over from a place of finding value in the validation of others, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I think right there, that there's so much to uncover. How did you mm. find yourself in that place where uh, you, yeah, how did you find yourself in, in stuck in the validation of others and that people pleasing? Hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of interesting because growing up, so um, my parents were divorced at a young age. And when parents are, are going through that process, um, they are going through a very difficult trial. You know, they are struggling with a lot of heartbreak, with a lot of disappointment, with a lot of, you know, just a lot of just bad feelings. Mm -hmm. And it seems like from the child's perspective, from my perspective, it was that they were so consumed with what they were going through Mm -hmm. that I almost had to do something in order to earn the attention Mm -hmm. from them that I wasn't already getting because they were so consumed with what they were going through. Right. So I feel like it kind of stems from that, you know, it's like, what do I have to do to get my dad's attention or to get him in a, in a, in a good mood or, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that kind of translated into, you know, I went to public school In public school, it's like a jungle. It's it's a jungle. (laughs) That's the word. Um, If you are not like at the top in whatever field that you are doing, whether it's academics or sports or this or that, um, basically you are just like. Like you're not even there, basically. Um, so I found myself, I found that translate into my life in school in trying to earn validation from people, you know? Um, and I think a lot of us struggle with that. It's kind of like a competition against the standard, trying to, mm. to beat something, get somewhere, mm. be noticed, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I think Hobby kind of touched on that, but has there been any pivotal moments that have really like redirected you um, to discovering like the core of what your identity means? Mm-hmm. Um, that's maybe made you redefine or ask questions uh, mm-hmm. to come to terms with yourself on, yeah. in relation to what your identity is. I think when I graduated from high school and it's like you're kind of let out into the world in yeah. a sense, right? And like you're no longer defined by the people you hang out with or it's really just you're just <laughs> out there in the <laughs> world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when I uh, started going to community college, I was like, I, I, you know, there's the struggle of trying to find out who I was. Um, outside of that context that was already built for me. Um, And I I had a phase where I was um, doing a lot of drugs and drinking a lot and doing all these kinds of things. Um, But I ended up like coming to a place where I was like, man, there has to be something more to this life than just that. And I started on this journey of seeking. Um, I started studying all kinds of different religions and philosophies, Buddhism. I would be meditating with a, a candle on the floor as mm. I would be, yeah. you know, saying, Om, like, <laughs> you know, like 
I literally like, thought that. Like, literally, that literally. no, seriously. You know, like, quote unquote, opening up your chakra, like all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, yeah, so I, I would be jumping from this religion to this philosophy to this guy to that self-help book. And I, I was like almost accumulating <clears throat> information that would help me understand who I was. Right. And all of these different religions and philosophies at the end of the day were telling me different things. So I found myself even more lost than when I first started. So in discovering more, you were getting lost. Yes, wow. that is exactly it. That is exactly it. And I, um, yeah, I was just like, man, like I, I'm losing my sense of self even more than, than from before. Really, it wasn't until basically I, I decided to put away my, my frustration and just, you could even say hatred of the Bible and Christianity because of what was presented to me. And I said, you know what, I'm going to, um, I'm going to try this again. I'm going to see what God, what the, the Christian God has to say about all this. And um, as I started studying, as I started reading, I began to see that there was a love um, that defined us not because of what we are doing, but because of what someone else did. And that was so deep to me because all these other religions and philosophies are about what you can do in order to reach perfection, in order to reach nirvana. So it's like you are trying to climb up into heaven, right? But when I saw this this, uh, Christian perspective, it was like, no, like the, the Christian God comes down to you and says, listen, regardless of what you do, you already have this love and validation and identity regardless of what you do. And that was liberating to me. And, um, you know, I, my, I opened up my heart to it. I was like, wow, this is incredible. Started mm-hmm. studying the Bible and eventually gave my life to Christ, you know, mm-hmm. and it gave me a peace. Um, you know, finding your identity and knowing who you are, knowing that you are loved, brings a peace that really surpasses all understanding. So I love the fact that in hearing just a little bit of your transition from trying to find something that will find you fulfillment and wholeness, Mm. you actually ended up finding yourself in a place where you didn't have to do anything Mm -hmm. to feel complete. Mm. Um, And it gives me a lot of hope because it, you know, I haven't been through the same experience you have, but your experience teaches me that there is something in God. Mm. There's something different in him. And it kind of, it kind of leads me back to a question of like identity is always so like, you know, it's, it's not just something that, you know, automatically it's something that mm-hmm. you grow into learning yeah. about. And that yourself. changes over time. It does. Yeah, yeah. It does. It changes over time. Your personality changes, your character mm-hmm. changes, your experiences change, your motivators changes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in, in my head, like what, what's been your grounding point, right? With each of the transitions from that experience to now, what's, What's your grounding point when you sense your identity is being put to the test? Mm. You know, for me, and this is such a new thing, and I, I, I'm so happy that I, I was asked to speak on this topic because <laughs> okay. I'm so serious. This is like such a new thing for me that, that I feel like I've been learning recently. That's so exciting like, to be in the journey um, when it's like yeah, so fresh. Yeah. It's so fresh, man. It's so fresh. But um, the most recent, and for me personally, the most significant thing um, has been realizing that I'm loved and that I am lovable, not based on what I'm doing, but who I am. Right. 
And um, for me personally, uh, as, as we were talking about in my, my time in the morning, I have to remind myself, right, especially through um, what God tells me in, in the Bible, um, that he loves me, you know, and that there's nothing I can do. There's nothing in this universe that can separate me from that love. Mm. Um, and it's so, that is so grounding for me personally. Um, but even aside from that, that same principle applies to other areas of life. Like even with your family, like when I talk to my mom, you know, it is such a grounding thing for me because it's like, it takes me back to my roots and it, it's just like, I know I'm loved by this person. You know, I know I can, I know this person knows me more than I even know myself because she was there when I wasn't even conscious of my own ways. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I talk to her, it's, you know, it's, it's very grounding for me as well. So I think um, something we could even like do in, in practicing this is going to a place, talking with a person um, or reading whatever that will help us remember how loved we are. Mm-hmm. I think if we can embrace that and receive that, mm-hmm. we can move from a place of security, knowing that who you are, as you are, you are loved, um, and you can rest in that. I love that you mentioned that you you know your grounding point isn't just the word of God, but it's also people that surround your life. Mm-hmm that Mm -hmm. show you your value. The other day I was having, like, I I feel like we all question our values sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. am I good enough, right? Mm -hmm. Can I do this? Uh, (laughs) And the other day I was having my own little crisis Mm. and my fiance was kind of helping me through it. And he told me something. He's like, Hobby, you have value. And you pointed to your mom, right? Mm. Because your parents have shown you, like they have literally invested all of your their life, their money, their yes. efforts, they brought you to college. Yes. Like that in itself, yeah. all of their actions show you mm-hmm. that you are valuable. And I love that you pointed that about your mom because you're just like, mm-hmm. she's also a grounding point that shows me that I'm loved. Like mm. she represents God in my life in a way. Yes, that is yeah. so good. And I, and I think even just piggybacking on what Javi said and also Eve said, maybe even just a pointer for our identity <clears throat> and finding out what we value Go to the people that know us. Yeah. Yes. Right. Go to the people that have journeyed with us, that have walked mm-hmm. with us, that know the places where we may be weakened, mm. where we may be insecure, and or where we're also strong. And they can say, "Hey, mm-hmm. remember, this is who you are." Yeah. They can show you yourself. Um. And so I think that's why you go to your mom. I go to people that I trust. There's yeah. a few people like on my trusted board of counselors, and that's even what happens in like the business world, right? You mm. go to people that have walked before you that know more than you do. Um. That you know know that field of expertise, and you ask for advice. You're willing to be mentored, um, mm-hmm. to be brought under their wing. Um, so finding those people that can speak life to you yes. when you're feeling shaken and re- give you the questions that you might need to redefine the way that you're doing life. Right. I think that's so important. I mean, even it's biblical, right? Mm-hmm. In the multitude of counselors, there's wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super cool, Chris. I I really appreciate that. And um, I mean, kind of going along that those same lines, uh, how has your experience here at Andrews University contributed to discovering and walking in your identity. Mm. Man, I'll be honest. When I first got here, I was like, yo, who am I? We're <laughs> <laughs> still asking Honestly, that question sometimes. I, we all no, are. No, seriously. Yeah. But it's like, especially this university is so diverse, which is so beautiful. Um, there's such a plurality of expressions of identity. And it's 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 incredible. And it's, it's liberating. Um, it's, it's a liberating environment that we are in. Mm-hmm. 
And initially coming into this place, I was like, oh, like liberation is kind of scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. it, it's it's kind of, it's, it's a... There's so much freedom. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of freedom. Choice. Well, there's a difference, right? Liberty is when your circumstances give you choices and freedom is even if your circumstances don't give you choices, you're still freeing your soul and your mind. Mm-hmm. There are definitely a lot of choices here. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So seeing people from all walks of life, like this university is is just filled with people from all over the world, which is so awesome to see. Um, so I myself was like, yeah, like who who am I really? Hmm. You know, like there's so many options. There's so many quote unquote groups I could belong to yeah. that I could so absorb the identity of that group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I've had to, and I've always kind of been like this. I've, I've always been kind of like a floater in life. I've never belonged to a certain group. I've always been, uh, yeah, yeah. Parts of different groups, friends Mm -hmm. with different groups, but I've never just been grounded. This is my group. That's it. So it's, it's, um, not new, but it was a lot bigger Hmm. in the sense of how many people were here, how many different perspectives, and um, personally, just after being exposed to everything here, I've had to retreat into my own self with myself in, you know, in my room even um, to just process, yeah. to just think it through. Like, OK, like what is it in each of these groups um, that I value? What what are the, the common denominators here that maybe I, I agree with this with this group, but um, not that other thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like we don't have to completely identify utterly with, you know, the people around us or the groups around us. But I think the the beautiful thing is finding those shared values yes. with those around us and saying, you know, we can build with that. Hmm. And even with our differences, we can still be friends. I, I just want to add to that. I think I'm hearing two things. One, kind of already know what you value and find mm-hmm. those places where you can journey with the people that are also walking according to those values. Yes. And to put yourself in in places where you might be learning, right? You may mm. be taking away. Um, mm. So even in, if you're in different groups and places that may be a little bit different from you, yeah. uh, maybe they have a different way of doing life, take time to learn and say mm-hmm. like, hey, yes. um, they have something that maybe I don't. Yes. Um, how can I ask myself the questions about uh, how much do I want to maybe learn and take away? Mm. Um, and how much am I walking according to my values here? Mm-hmm. So for example, someone... Uh, let's see, like me, I, I really like to, to be jumping around and connecting with people, bringing in different people that I may not know. I may be putting myself in a circle of places where, and opportunities where I'm meeting people mm-hmm. often. Right. But also, um, finding those people in my circles, in my community where I can just be myself with as well. Yes. So kind of challenge, challenging yourself, but right. also walking in places where you are comfortable walking and journeying in those set of values that you already have. Yes. Is that what I hear you're saying? Yes. And and one more thing I'll add is that those values that you have are subject to change. Okay. Mm. You yep. know what I mean? Yes. Um, sometimes those values weren't really good to begin with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think it's important for us to uh, uh, be adaptable, but also recognize when something is a non-negotiable. Mm. Hey, I love that. That's a great word of advice, you know, uh, to be able to recognize yourself and recognize others and find a good combination between all of that. Mm-hmm. We love college. <laughs> it's a time to <laughs> explore. Of the story. And I think even just talking about that, well, Chris, yes. Here at Andrews University, there's 
it's a, it's a school of diversity, right? Yes. Um, and what word of advice for the students here on campus mm. would you give and to our listeners concerning discovering your identity? Like what's a challenge that you'd like to give? Mm. A challenge I would like to give. <clears throat> I think it ties into the last thing we just said. I think um, sit down, take time to write down those key values that are non-negotiables for you. Those things that no matter what circumstance, whatever the case may be in That's life, good. you are sticking to that because you need to have that foundation to work with. But also list out those that maybe aren't as, as you know, permanent and be open to adapting and, and learning from other people because I think that's one of the best um, things this university has to offer to learn from other people, you know? So be willing to learn and you will see your values not only change, but actually deepen and develop so that you can become a more mature um, and just awesome person. <laughs> All around, all around well-rounded person by yeah. being able to learn. Mm -hmm. Right. Super cool, Chris. Well, um, we're just super thankful that you joined us today. Yeah, thank you, guys. It was so cool hearing your story. And I think uh, everything, I'm just going to have to sit on it because it was a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to cover, yes. Yeah. But we're so thankful that you've just joined us, um, that you've been willing to share a little bit about your experience. Mm -hmm. And you've been open and vulnerable with us today. Uh, I think there's so much that we can take away from value. This season of discovering your identity, whether you find yourself there, whether you've been there, whether you're about to enter into that place, it does not have to be a scary thing. Mm. If anything, it is a learning opportunity um, to make the best of it. Ask yourself the questions, the hard questions, sit down and, and answer them. Ask people to join you on this journey to help you to help you to be refined. Right. Mm -hmm. So super excited um, to be able to apply a few of these things that we've learned today. Chris, once again, thank you so much. All right, guys. So super thankful that you guys are able to join us for this episode two of this first season. We look forward to seeing you guys soon. All right. Bye-bye. Ciao. See you guys.